0: Hey everyone and welcome back to another episode. This week we are going to be talking a little bit about staying motivated. And that is one of the questions that I get the most. I've talked about it several times um, in different ways. And I feel like you can never talk about it too often. Because it's really difficult. It is the hardest part. The hardest part is not falling off the wagon not giving up not um getting burnt out and everything else that comes with it so that is what we are going to talk about a little bit this week and i'm going to kind of approach it from a different angle than i usually do so i'm really excited to dig into that Uh, before we jump into that, I want to remind you guys to jump over to YouTube and subscribe to my YouTube channel. Um, One of the recent videos that I had posted is a women in finance collab. It was actually our second episode where me and some of the other ladies from the debt-free community sat down. We did a Zoom call together. We had collected some questions and actually one of the questions from that Zoom call was how to stay motivated on your financial goals. And that's kind of what prompted me to wanna do a whole nother episode about this. Um, So we talk about, I think we had six different questions in that episode or something like that. And it was really good. So I'm going to link to it in the show notes. Definitely jump over, watch it, subscribe to my channel, subscribe to all of the other ladies' channels. Um, And I'm going to link to a lot of other good stuff for you guys in the show notes this week. So make sure to scroll down in the podcast app and you'll see all of the notes and stuff under there and you'll see all these links. Okay, so staying motivated. Um... So um just side note before we really go into this topic you guys might hear my kids in the background they are having their first sleepover since quarantine <laughs> um with their best friend and so she's over and so four crazy girls I'm hiding in here so if you hear kids screaming in the background don't be alarmed <laughs> okay so What to do when staying motivated is hard and how to stay motivated for the long term. So I have done, like I said, podcasts, YouTube, um, blogs about this topic. I'm going to link to some of those as well in the show notes. I talk a lot about goal setting. I share every single month my goals with you guys from my power sheets, which is my goal planner, which I will also link to. Um, You can jump over to my Instagram and you can scroll and you can see where the past, I don't know, three years, maybe (laughs) I've been sharing every single month, my goals with you guys. And I usually do a big breakdown at the beginning of every year of all of my goals and, and all of that. So I'm really really transparent with my goals because I want you guys to see how intentional I am with my goals and obviously I'm human and I definitely go through seasons where I am much more motivated than other seasons um and the reason why I like to use the term seasons actually comes from Laura Casey who is the creator of the Power Sheets and she's the one who kind of opened my eyes to using that term And to thinking about our life in the term of seasons. And to me, I think about that as an analogy for the literal seasons. Winter, spring, summer, fall. And we also go through those seasons. And she talks so much about that in her teachings. In her books. In the power sheets. And all of that kind of stuff. And she talks about how it is normal, natural. It is god's way it is mother nature's way it is the universe spirit whatever whatever you want to call it it is life's way of happening okay we are supposed to have winters we're supposed to have periods of rest and barrenness and cold and you know hibernation and all the things that come with winter And then we are supposed to have seasons of spring where we bloom, we blossom, we grow. You know, we start to see the fruit of our labor paying off Um, and where, you know, we feel more energetic. We spend more time outside, you know, different things like that. And then summer comes and, you know, everything just how summer just makes you feel alive and the days are longer and you just, the energy is different. And then the same with fall and, and, you know, all of the analogies that go with all of the seasons. Um, and she talks a lot about thinking about that analogy in terms of our own life and no, it might not fall completely with the literal seasons, but if you look back at your life, you can see in retro, you know, hindsight is 2020, you can see in retrospect, where there were seasons of rest, there were seasons of blooming and blossoming, of growing, of just, you know, abundance. Um, There were seasons of things falling and, you know, that, that falling away, that shedding of the layers and all of that different things. And so that season might be a year, that season might be a week, you know, and everything in between. Um, But when we really think about that, when we think that it is natural to have periods of rest and it is natural to have periods of huge growth and huge productivity, everything else that happens feels okay. You know, when you have those days or weeks or months where... You don't really want to do anything extra, you know, you do the bare minimum around the house, you drag yourself through the day and you're just like, I'm done, you know, and you just need extra rest. You just need extra comfy clothes. You just need a blanket with you at all times. i That's me pretty much always, thanks anxiety. Um, you know, you just kind of, you go through those seasons where you're like, no, I just want to go home. You know, I'm good. I just want to cuddle up. I just want to chill. Um, that's our winter. That is our body's natural winter. That is our mental season of rest. And that's okay. You know, and then we have our other times where we're just like, go, 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 achieve, achieve, cross things off the to do list. We feel like, we feel like Superwoman and we're just like, bring it on. I've got it. I can, you know, all these other tasks, I can do it. That's our summer. And the in-betweens are our spring and our fall, right? Um, And when we realize that we too are allowed seasons, not only are we allowed seasons, we need seasons. Seasons are necessary because what would happen if winter never ended or if summer never quit? And I know people who are like, don't have four seasons are like, hush i don't want to hear it okay i get it like in texas we literally have two seasons we have hot and cold and that's there's like a couple of weeks in between um you blink and you miss spring (laughs) that's you know that's how it goes but for analogy's sake pretend (laughs) if you're like me and you like don't literally live in an area that has four seasons you get you get the gist of it right okay um so i think that when we give ourselves the grace and when we realize we too are part of this earth we too are part of this grand design and we have those elements in us okay and we are supposed to go through all of the seasons sometimes all those seasons happen in one month right ladies (laughs) sometimes it is a couple of years and um you know we can just really look back and we can see phases of our life we're like oh i went through a phase where i was really into painting I went through a phase where I just like purged the whole house. And we think of it, oh, oh, it was just a passing phase. It was just a mood. You guys, it was a season. It was a pattern. And if we start to look back, we see these patterns. And I rest so assured now, knowing that when I go through a season where I don't feel like creating, where I would rather just watch Netflix, like in the middle of the afternoon, that used to be a huge shame trigger for me. I used to feel so lazy and now I think this is a this is a season of rest. I'm good because I know what's going to happen after that season of rest. After that winter, spring will come and I will wake up one day and I will feel motivated and I will crank out work. I will check things off the to-do list. I will deep clean the house and I won't. I won't shame myself then either. I won't say, you know what? You are not balanced. You're not having balance in your life right now, friend. You know, you are go, go, go with work. You have been hustling in the house. Where's the rest? Where does the rest come in? You know, I won't do that to myself because I know this too shall pass. You know, that energy will run out and it will be winter again. Rest will come. Like you do you listen to your seasons your seasons might be a texas version it might be hot cold and there's no in between right or you might have some beautiful like midwest version of the seasons where you get to experience all four and that sounds fantastic i personally don't have those (laughs) it's it's netflix or cranking out work there's like not much in between um so I just think that when, we, when we've when realized that, when we know that it's okay, you know, and so when I think people reference of like, how do you stay motivated? People are under the false impression that people who are goal-oriented, who actually achieve their goals, who are, you know, five, six years into a debt-free journey, who have been debt-free, who have cash flowed vehicles, who have... A big savings account, they think that person must be different. You know, they must have some kind of DNA that I don't have. I don't possess that trait, right? They think there's something wrong with me. There is a false image there. Okay, so when you're envisioning this person who is five, six years into their debt-free journey, myself, okay, we're going to use myself as an example because you probably are familiar with my story if you're here, you see someone who sets goals every single month, who is four years into using the power sheets, who is extremely goal-oriented, who has had debt-free charts and colored them in, you know. You see, you know, I get asked so often, like, how do you, like, run your blog and, like, raise your girls when your husband is gone? And, like, how do you, how do you do it? I don't do it all, you guys. It is messy. It is days of not being productive. It is days of hustling and letting the kids have extra screen time. It's, it's. It's not perfect is what I'm trying to say. And it is for today, for example, I literally just like mommed it up today. I lazy mommed it up, be honest. Like I watched Gilmore Girls all day. I painted while I watched Gilmore Girls. I let the kids play outside. I forced the kids to play outside. Hello, summer, like go outside. (laughs) Um, And now it is bedtime and I'm recording this. And that's how it's that's how it gets done. It's not perfect. It's not pretty. It's not always a perfect balance with a perfect schedule. And so when people say, "How do you stay motivated, the word stay, like that is so that that puts you in a box that is suffocating. No one stays anything, okay? So to assume that someone who becomes debt-free or consistently sets monthly goals always stays motivated is completely false. And it's just not true. I don't stay motivated. I have winters and summers of my own. And sometimes that is in the same day, okay? There are definitely times where our spending is out of control basically the past three months where we're just like, okay, you know, we're, we're surviving over here and there's other times where we're super, super strict and we're like, no, take that extra bag of chips off the grocery list. Not happening. We're over budget, you know? So we go through seasons. We don't stay motivated. We definitely go through times where we are way more driven than other times but the thing is is that we realize that it's gonna you know we don't use that as an excuse to like slack off during those winter periods during those you know where it's just you're just not feeling it periods right we're not like oh we quit we're like oh we're resting right so you probably heard that quote learn to rest not quit so think about that when you get in that season of like you know, I really just want to go out to eat a little more than normal. Okay, that's cool. You know, but make sure it fits in your budget. Make sure it is aligning with your goals. Make sure that you're not using that as an excuse to quit. You're using it as a time to rest a little bit, you know, ease off, ease off the debt payments a little bit, you know, increase the the fun budget a little bit and know that that season's not going to last forever don't let it last forever right don't let it be like oh i guess we quit you know it's kind of not fun anymore no (laughs) you know um i hope that you follow that analogy um that's completely me rambling like that's no notes you are welcome for that you are welcome um so what i did write down in my notes so a lot of what really helps me and I am very goal oriented and my husband is not so much. He's definitely more of the free spirit. He's definitely more of, he doesn't want to see the spreadsheets, never once written down a goal sheet. You know, that's not him. He is just like, all right, let's sit down. Let's talk about it. Like he's the, the visionary. Like he wants to He wants to vision it. He wants to see it. You know, he wants to walk around in the, in the big dream. Um, And that's what we do. We dream together. And that has really, really helped us. We continue to keep that conversation. And plus, it's fun to dream together. And it gets even more fun. Like, I cannot even explain how it feels. Like, if you're just getting started, you probably think that, because this was us, that dreaming or setting long-term goals feels a little scary because you're like the future feels so uncertain right now like I don't know for sure how it's gonna be but once you get five years into this journey or so you start to be like you know I dreamt these dreams five years ago and now I've achieved them like what was once a dream is now a boat like a physical boat (laughs) that we are sitting on. And this was once a one day I'll own a boat kind of dream and now it's happened. And so once you actually achieve a few of those goals, you're like, oh my God, if I dream it, it might happen. And then you get to a part where I'm almost scared to dream this because if I dream it, I'm gonna do it. And okay and that's kind of how we felt when we decided to upgrade our boat last year our first boat was our first big cash flowed item and our first like toy it was frivolous it was not needed and, it, and we cash flowed it and it felt crazy at the time and we were so excited and it was light like it was life it gave us life because we realized that if we had a crazy dream to cash flow a boat now it was like almost a 30 year old boat so don't get any fancy crazy ideas of what kind of boat we bought but we did it and it happened and then this past year when we decided we wanted to sell that boat and upgrade our boat we were like are we sure we want to say this out loud so if we say it out loud it's gonna happen and if we say it out loud we're gonna like actually like go and get $11,000 out of the bank account. And we're going to like actually do this. And once we said it out loud, and once we actually started shopping for it, we were like, okay, cool, we're doing this. And then it happened. (laughs) So now it's like, it is so fun to dream when you know that those dreams are going to actually happen. Um, So dream, you know, dream out loud, say it speak it into existence make it happen and so when you go through those days or seasons or months or whatever where you are totally not feeling it you can go man I really want to be debt-free though you know I really want to pay the car off I really want to cash flow a boat someday and sammy said i could do it if i just stay focused on the big picture and remember that it's okay to rest but it's not okay to quit and when you start to broaden your horizons and you start to dream big and you start to talk about the future often and openly and you start to speak it into existence you start to walk towards it as if it's already there. Um, If you've ever read any of Jen Sincero's books, I am obsessed with her books. And she says, she talks a lot about um, manifesting your dreams and and things like that. Um, And she says, basically, place your order to the universe as if you were at McDonald's at the drive-thru and you said, hey, I want a quarter pounder. By the time you pull around to the window, what do you expect? You expect them to hand you a quarter pounder, like no doubt. And so basically she says, do the same thing with your dreams and your goals. Place your order into the little speaker and by the time you drive around to the window, it's gonna be there, like no question. And that's what you have to do. Everything you do has to be working towards whatever order you've placed. You placed that order, you wrote it down, you dreamt it, you said it out loud that you were gonna be debt free, that you were gonna cash flow whatever it is you wanna cash flow. It's happened, bam. Three years from now, you is already living that dream. And you have to act as if there is no question in your mind or in your heart. That, that is actually going to happen. Come hell or high water. It is going to happen. That's it. has to. That's it. That's it. Write down these goals you guys. Say them out loud. Speak them into existence. Speak about it often. Dream those crazy dreams because i guarantee you that 6 years ago i never never thought that i would be where i am i never thought that i would that i would withdraw $11,000 in cash and buy our second boat i never even thought that we would actually have our own boat cuz like you know rich people do that old people do that not like us when we like have kids and like and actually cash flow it and if people like us do buy a boat usually it's like they can't afford it and they wish they wouldn't have done it and blah 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 like in our world that's not the (laughs) huge and if you scroll back on my instagram to i don't know november january i don't know when i posted it um I have a picture of my oldest daughter holding the, when we bought our boat, it was, it was 11,000 even, but we got, you know, they give you like the bundle of 10,000, like a hundred dollars, hundred dollar bills and a $10,000 bundle. Um, so I let her hold it. I actually let all three of the girls hold it like for how powerful you feel when you're holding 10,000 in cash. And I took a picture and it was like one of my most popular pictures ever that I've ever posted. Um, And I was talking about like generational, like, like building the generation, you know, Um, changing your family tree, something like that. And I was like, could you imagine at like eight years old holding 10 grand? Insane to me. I never, never thought six years ago that that would be our life. But I kept walking towards it as if it was going to happen anyway, even though it seemed insane. Okay, so not only do I write my goals down, I revisit them often, 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 often. Okay, so if you are a PowerSheets user, which I am gonna link to the PowerSheets and the link that it will take you to is on my website. And um, I believe on there I have, let me click and look. Um, I have podcast episodes, one yeah I have one podcast episode one blog and I also have a recorded workshop that you can go and watch that are going to teach you more about the power sheets and why I love them how I use them etc etc um, and really the main reason why I love them is because at the beginning of every single year and you can do this even if you don't have the power sheets you can do this on a Google Doc or in a journal, or you know, the reason why I love the Power Sheets and the reason why I keep paying for them for four, this is I've have four copies, like four years worth, is because it's all like lined out for you. It's all prompted, um, so it's like you know what to write. You know, <laughs> it's not just a blank journal and you're like, oh, where do I start? Um, so at the beginning of every single year, you write out these big goals like this whole year and then it helps you break it down break it down break it down and then every month you write out your goals so if you've seen me post like monthly my monthly goals that's a very small portion of the power sheets but you do those monthly goals and then every single quarter you go back and you do a spring refresh summer refresh fall and winter refresh and you check in every quarter and so every quarter it prompts you to rewrite those goals that you set at the beginning of the year and it prompts you of like what do you want to keep what do you want to get rid of what have you already achieved what is like no I changed my mind I don't want to work on that anymore you know and so not only do you revisit them you adapt and adjust them are they outdated have I already achieved it you know, what What needs to be more of a focus this quarter? You know, what have I like said I was gonna work on it and oh my gosh, it's June and I haven't worked on it yet. So let's bump that up a little bit. You know, let's make that a higher priority and all of that. And so setting goals is not a set it and forget it kind of thing. And so I think a lot when, when people ask, you know, how do you stay motivated They think that you wrote down five or 10 goals and for like 10 years, you just focus on those same five or 10 goals and they never, ever change and you never go off, you know, mm -mm. they are, they are a living document. Okay. And I say that because they grow, they change, they adapt And that's okay. And that's how they're supposed to be. If you feel suffocated in your goals, you're not doing it right. You should feel excited when you see your goals. You should feel motivated. You should feel like at the end of the year, I'm going to be that person. I'm going to be one year closer to that big vision that I have for myself. And you should be fired up and you should be excited about life. Most of the time, at least, okay? We are human. (laughs) Um, But most of the time, it should fire you up. You should be excited. Every time I check back in with my goals, sometimes, um, you know, I have a really small house and I have three kids and I do try to leave my power sheets out. They get scribbled on. They get stuff spilt on them. They get, you know, the pages get torn. I don't know how many times somebody has set their drink on them and made the marker, you know, like fade how it does oh my gosh um I'm doing a face plant like hand face but you can't see that so uh (laughs) so I try to leave them out because I know that I actually achieve them when they are sitting out and anytime they get put on the shelf or they get put in a drawer or whatever I slack off I have to have them in front of me. I have to have that visual. And that's not just with your regular, you know, goal sheets. That's like, if you are hyper-focused on paying off a debt or saving or even a health or fitness goal or something like that, or a habit tracker, you know, maybe you're trying to drink more water or sleep a certain amount or get a certain amount of steps in or get, you know, build a habit with a certain chore, like doing your dishes or you know whatever the visuals are going to help you because it keeps it in your face you can't forget about it if you see it every single day and even if you haven't been doing it like you wanted to do there is that little ping of guilt of like hey don't forget me hey don't forget me you know and so you have to put those visuals in front of your eyes And keep it in your focus at all times. Because remember, we are walking towards that big vision. We are walking towards that future life as if it already exists. So we have to keep our eye on the prize, okay? And getting things like the power sheets the debt-free charts, other visuals. I'm gonna link to a Pinterest board that I have that is full of debt payoff visuals and savings visuals, things like that. And there's a lot of really good things on there that will help you if you are looking for some good visuals or just simply do your own Pinterest search and you're gonna find so many amazing resources. Um, so keeping them in front of you so you can always see them. And also remembering that they are allowed to change. They are, you know, they don't have to be 100% like the same goals that you set. They don't have to be the exact same goals that you achieve five years later. It's okay. You know, and I think that we so often think that people are watching us so closely. And like there is some accountability police that's like going to come in and be like, hey, no, you said a year ago. This is what you were going to do and you just change your mind now? What is up with that? No one's watching you. And if they are, you know, mind your own business. (laughs) You are allowed to change your mind. Okay. And another topic that got brought up in our Women in Finance collab YouTube video was does your why change? You know, because everyone will always say, you know, keep your why in front of you. Keep those goals in front of you. Know why you're doing this in the first place. And one of the questions that got brought up was, does your why change? Yes and no. Long term, like big picture, I want my my family to have a comfortable life. I want to be able to retire at a decent age. You know, I want to be able to give my kids what I never had. I want to take the stress off my marriage. You know, those really big umbrella ideas i like umbrella goals more or less stays the same right but the particulars as you kind of break it down and you get closer and closer to it you can start to kind of sort out the details and so the details of your why might change you know you might get closer to it and you might be like you know i really want to be able to retire early Like you've always wanted to retire in your 50s, okay? And then as you get closer and closer to it, as you're like 10 years out from it, you can say, oh, you know, I really want to retire early because this hobby I have, I would really like to turn that into my full-time job. And that becomes your why. But it's under the umbrella of, I want to retire early, right? So yes and no, your why is allowed to change. Um, I mean, it's allowed to change. Yes and no, your why does change is what I meant to say. Um, You're allowed to do whatever you <laughs> want to do. But yeah, your why changes. Your goals change because you are changing. You are shedding layers. You know, you are growing, blooming and yeah, your perspective on the world is going to change, your vision for yourself is going to change. Okay. And I want to just kind of wrap this episode by reading you a couple of things. So y'all, I love some Mark Nepo. Okay. And I will link to this book, um, the book of awakening. And you have probably heard me mention it before, and I'm obsessed with it. And it is, it's basically like a set up like a devotional where you have a short page or two or three per day but it's like poetry and there are a lot of quotes and then he kind of goes into like breaking it down and then there's like um a guided meditation like bullet points of like okay today this is your prompt of what to meditate on or what to you know reflect on or journal about or whatever Okay, so this one is from February 17th. And there's this whole thing. uh, The beginning is, now there's nothing left but to keep dancing. Like that's the quote that he starts it with. And so he says, either by erosion from without or by shedding from within, and often by both, we are forced to live more authentically. And once the crisis that opens us passes... The real choice then becomes, will we continue such authentic living? I think a lot of us can relate to that right now. Um, A lot of us have been in crisis mode this entire year. This has been a rough year. Joke about it in memes to your friends all day long about how rough 2020 has been, but it has been a crazy year. And so I feel like we've been in crisis mode this entire year. And a lot of people have been saying, what I was talking with Nicole Rule about in her interview a couple episodes ago, is people are rushing to get back to normal and we need to stop and remember, do we even want to go back to what was normal? And other people are saying, the normal that we want to get back doesn't exist anymore. Cause like what has happened in the past six months has felt like a decade, you know? And so what he is saying in this book is either by erosion from without, like the world is making you change or by shedding from within, like you're doing the hard work, you're changing. And often by both, because one causes the other, we are forced to live more authentically. You know, I think that everything that has happened in the past six months, we have went into crisis mode and we all know that when you get in crisis mode, you are in survival, like your instincts kick in and you have to live authentically. Like you are up against the wall of like, what's your choice going to be, you know, and And like he says, the real choice then becomes, will we continue such authentic living? Once things go back to air quotes normal, are we going to remember to slow down? Are we going to remember to speak up for our friends? You know, whatever part of this crazy year you want to talk about. When things settle down are we going to remember what layers we shed during this process so i think what that is saying like with the staying motivated with the goals what made me kind of correlate those two is like you are going to shed layers through this journey you are going to bloom and evolve and grow and we have to keep showing up authentically for ourselves and for our goals as we adapt and adjust over the years, right? So another part is from August 9th. Just side note, like read the whole entire book. Listen to the audio even better. Oh my gosh, the audio, like his voice, like he was meant to be a poet for sure. Um, so this part is I might just have to read you this whole thing. I don't know. Because this is good and it's short. Okay. August 9th. To die is not a bad thing. Cells die every day. Paradoxically, it is how the body lives. Castings shed. Coverings fall away. New growth appears. It is how we stay vital. Likewise, ways of thinking die like cells. And we suffer greatly when we refuse to let what's growing underneath us make its way as new skin of our lives. It is the stubbornness with which we refuse to let what's growing underneath come through that pains us. Basically, our stubbornness is what is causing us to be uncomfortable as far as our goals when we are growing, right? It is the fear that nothing is growing underneath that feeds our despair. It is the moment that we cease growing in any direction that is truly deadly. When resisting this process, we become a troubled guest, moaning like a human crow. We double the pain of living when we try to stop the emergence that all life goes through. Imagine if trees never shed their leaves or if waves never turned over. Or if clouds never dumped their rain and disappeared. I say this as much to remind myself as you. Little deaths prevent big deaths. What matters most is waiting its turn underneath all that is expending itself to prepare the way. And I think what I underlined in this and... I this has stuck with me I, I read this part like probably a year ago um, is the part of imagine if the trees never shed their leaves imagine if the waves never turned over just like waves they rise and they fall they come in and they go out they come in and they go out do you ever question That they're going to come back in or that they're going to go back out. No, that's what they, they're waves. That's what they do. You know, and the same thing with trees. When the tree sheds its leaves, are you like, oh my gosh, I hope they grow back. I mean, obviously if the tree's still alive, you know, follow my analogy. (laughs) No, you think spring will come, they'll come back, right? And that's usually as much as we think about it. We rest assured that the seasons will continue. The seasons will continue to cycle. When the leaves fall, in a few months they'll come back. They'll grow and they'll fall again, and the cycle will continue. The same thing with the waves the waves go out, the waves come back in. You have to think of your goals and your life. And your big vision the same way. It is cyclical. Yes, you are going to fall off. But you're also going to get back up. And you're going to fall off again. And you're going to get back up. See? Just like the leaves on the trees. Just like the waves. You're going to go out. And you're going to come back in. And you are supposed to. No one stays motivated. No one stays motivated. Because that causes a flood, right? If the waves come in and they never go back out, that doesn't happen. That's not natural. Okay? So, rest assured that your leaves will come back. Your waves will go back out and they'll come back in. Okay, so I hope that that was helpful. I hope that spoke to who it needed to speak to. I am going to link to everything I mentioned. If I can remember all of it. (laughs) I always say that because I'm like, ah, what did I mention? Okay, I will link to the books I mentioned, um, the other resources that I mentioned in the show notes. Hope that this episode was helpful. And I will talk to you guys next week. Bye, guys. Thanks for hanging out for another episode of a Sunny Side Up Life podcast. If you enjoyed this episode, please share it with a friend because you never know who needs to hear this message. If you haven't already, please leave a review and subscribe. Reviews and subscribers are what help the podcast grow and what help new ladies find our community. And again, thanks for hitting play on this episode and for investing some time in yourself today. Remember that I'm always here to support you and I'm always cheering you on along the way. Don't forget that everything that we mentioned in this episode will be linked in the show notes. All right. That's all for me this week. Bye guys.